Wake up, wake up, wake up. What's up, folks? Hey, this is Wesley, billion-dollar virgin here with another Millionaire Midnight Rant. I know what you folks are thinking. You thought I wasn't going to jump online here, but since I got so much feedback from the previous podcast that you can find on Google if you type Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast, I decided to go live here tonight and finish the Q&A that I didn't finish last night here. So I know a ton of you had questions, and I know a ton of you wanted answers. So I'm here, and if you don't know who I am, I am Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin, a young black kid from Houston, Texas, who grew up pretty average, pretty poor, but through determination, perseverance, and patience, and of course, educating myself. I am now a self-made millionaire here. I'm worth over $40 million dollars. I run several internet digital marketing companies. I'm also a real estate investor, do pretty well there. And all I want to do is share my philosophy and my ideology about success, about how to manifest your dreams, your desires. And I use this platform here to give everybody the opportunity that maybe doesn't have $30,000 per hour, which I do charge. And I'm booked for the entire month, by the way. Um, I give everybody opportunity to ask me questions about their business. You can ask me questions about how to manifest your dreams. Whatever you think that you need to tackle in the moment to get what you want. And I want everybody to listen to me and listen to me close before I start answering questions. You were born with greatness. But you're not destined for greatness. I want every man, every woman, under the sound of my voice to understand that you're born with greatness. Which means when you were created, you were born with the potential to be great. Okay? Which means as it's nothing outside of you. Nothing outside of you that you need to create and cultivate the greatness that's inside of you. Okay? And I know, and I get it, it's hard to truly believe that, especially when you're struggling financially or when you feel that life is not happening the way you think it should. But you were born with greatness, which means it's inside of you. But you're not destined to be great. You're not destined to make millions of dollars. <laughs> you're not destined to be in love. You're not destined to travel the world. You're not destined to be happy. You're not destined to have the things that you want. That has to be cultivated. Which means as the greatness that lies within you has to be cultivated. It's like a seed. You must plant. You must take care of the seed, take care of the soul daily. And you have to continue to do it until it grows. And you can't worry too much about how it's going to happen or when it's going to happen. You have to allow nature to take its course. That's nature's business, not yours. To know how and when, it's none of your business. 
your only job on this planet, if your desire is to be great, rich, and very successful, is to plant daily and to take care of the seed. So let's go live here, folks. Um, let's go ahead and get some questions here. Go ahead and put your names here below as well. Um, hey, Claus, how are you? I said we have some latecomers in here tonight. We have Jeannie. We have Fine Ass True, Noah, Cheryl, I am Big Stone, Seventh Dimension, Andrew, DJ, Heritings. Hey, what's going on? How are you? Wow. Hey, Laura, how are you? We have so many people in here tonight. I'm just so grateful and thankful to have, you know, 27 million people. It just, it's growing, you know, this rank is growing every single day here. And I'm so excited. And um, I'm very thankful to you that you've decided to um, trust me. Take it very seriously here. So let's go ahead and um, get some questions in here. Let's get started here. I'm 31 with nothing. What should I do? Come on, Jimmy. Choose with nothing. I mean, I'm sure you have a phone in your hand, right? That's how you're watching this. The first question you should ask yourself is, what do you want to do? Right? Not what do I need to do? What do you want to do? Okay. So how do you find, how do you define greatness? Greatness is basically fulfilling your potential to the point that you're happy with your life and with yourself and the major areas of life. Now, these are the major areas of life, according to Wesley Virgin. And you let me know, you let me know if you agree. Money. These, this is one area in our life that millions of people are trying to perfect on a daily basis. They're trying to get more money coming in than money going out. So your finances, that's one. Two, your body. Like your health, how you look. Your physical, your physicality. That's another area in life. People spend a ton of money <laughs> to fix, to repair, to restore. And we have what I call your emotional intelligence. Or you can say your peace, right? To be happy. To put yourself in a position mentally that you feel this internal happiness with your life. And it takes emotional intelligence to do that. So to me, that's how I define greatness. Master those areas in life. Your money your physicality, and your emotional intelligence. If you do that, you're great. Okay? And you'll be great to a ton of people. Okay? What's next? Hey, man. Tell me what you think about direct response. I think it's um, obsolete. I know people still do it. And if you don't know what direct response is, just, you know, you ever check your mailbox and you get all those dumb mailings and those fake checks in the mail? <laughs> you know, all that junk mail. That's direct response marketing. But I guess it still works because people still do it. But 
I don't know. I think it's obsolete, honestly. What's next? Oh, we have four to four million in here. And guys, I don't. Hey, listen. Hey, come here. I don't mind if you decide to tag somebody, by the way. Like, if you decide to tag somebody below or like this video, share it as well to other people, I won't be mad at you. Okay? I, I, it, it would only force and compel me to love you more. So I appreciate everybody that comes here and joins me and share this with other people. Thank you so much for that. Okay. Hey, Nikhil, how are you? Um, <clears throat> questions here. Talk to me. Come on, folks. Let's open up tonight here. Hey, Aaron, how are you? The real true Zion, how are you? Questions here. Hey, Bella, how are you? Russ Lana, how are you? Well, we have a ton of people joining here tonight. Hey, Wes, I've been listening to your money affirmations, money manifestation affirmation all day, every day to reprogram my mind for wealth. Good job, Dequavius. Proud of you. Ever been stuck in between a rock and a hard place? Um, Of course. I mean, cool metaphor there. Uh, <clears throat> I guess you just, a better way to describe that is, have I ever had tough moments in my life? Of course. Folks, come on now. Stop it. Listen, I know you folks are listening to Wesley Virgin, the professional, you know, the slick mouth. <laughs> you know what people used to tell me when I was growing up? They said, man, you sound like a white boy. And I don't understand that. I said, why? Because I know how to speak. Right? People used to clown me all the time. Well, listen, I grew up on the south side of Houston, Texas, the ghetto, man. Come on now. I mean, the ghetto. Okay. I grew up in the ghetto. My parents never made more than $20,000 a year. My parents are pastors of a church. They made no money, okay? Just enough to get by. I didn't have clothes and nice shoes going to school. I was teased on several occasions, okay? True story. I'll tell you a true story right now. I remember when the Jordans were very uh, very popular at the time. They're still popular now, but... And I remember I won the pair of Jordans, but obviously my parents were not going to spend 200 bucks for Jordans, right? Ever. So what I did was we went to Payless and I found a pair of shoes that looked close to Jordans. You know, it looked close to it because my parents, they weren't spending more than 50 bucks on shoes. You know, that was, that's, it is what it is. And I remember finding some shoes that were very similar to Michael Jordans. This is a true story, by the way. <laughs> And I bought them, and I was excited about it. I said, man, look at these bad ones. They look nice. They look clean. I remember going to the first day of school. I remember being in the classroom. And I remember the guy. I can't remember his name. But he was like, bro, what are those? What, what, what kind of shoe is that? I mean, he clowned me, and the whole classroom laughed at me. Very embarrassing moment, by the way. But um, I can tell you more tough spots in my life. Um, it's been times that I've been kicked out of my apartment. Like, imagine coming home from work, tired, right? And getting home, and there's a lockbox on your door. And by the way, I'm living in the ghetto, right? Because I, when I moved out of my parents' house, obviously I couldn't afford no type of suburban type of living. So I was in a ghetto. And imagine getting back home and you can't get in because they didn't pay the rent. Right? 
So the real true Zion, I've had many moments of struggle. I mean, times that I had to choose to either pay the rent or pay the car note. I've had three repossessions. I filed bankruptcy at one time. Um, credit was just shot to hell. Uh, I mean, how much, how much more do you want? Okay. So I've been there. What's the next? Hey, Wes, I just want to say thank you. The Venetian was great. And Anne is a doll. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Ms. Dunn. Anne is a doll. She's so gorgeous, isn't she? Absolutely. I love her to life. Let me see. What steps do you take to stay on the path to your goals? Um, that's a good question here. The Ohio player says, question, what steps do you take to stay on path to your goals? So the thing is, you have to be clear about what the goals are, right? That's first thing is you got to be clear about what the goal is. Two, you have to ask yourself a question. This is a tough question, by the way. Um, you have to ask yourself what I'm... You have to ask yourself, the things that I'm currently doing, does it align with the goal? The people who I'm talking to, does it align with the goal? The social media that I'm watching, does it align with the goal? The books that I'm reading, does it align with the goal? The places that I'm going, does it align with my goal? So that's how you get focused. That's how you take steps. You have to be very serious and say, you know what? What am I doing that aligns with the goal? And what am I doing that is not aligned? And whatever is not aligned with the goal, you stop doing it. Okay? Questions here? Talk to me. Um, let me see here. Questions, talk to me. Do you believe everyone needs somebody? Absolutely not. I'm glad you asked that. You know, you hear people, everybody needs somebody. Everybody needs somebody. It's bullshit. Okay. Honestly, I think a poor and average person created that. Well, everybody needs somebody in this life. Do they? Do they? I think that's a very debilitating statement. That's the reason why many people don't take responsibility of their actions and things that they do because they think they need somebody. So, listen, if you go through life thinking you need someone to function, if you're thinking you need someone to feel anything in life or to achieve anything in life, you're going to have a tough life, honestly. Like, there's nothing wrong with having people along with you along the journey. But to say that you need someone, need, need, you have to really evaluate the word need. Something that you need is something that it is absolutely imperative. Or you adopt like water. We need water. You need food. Right. Um, but to say you need another person to function, that's a problem. You have to learn how to function alone. But unfortunately, we've never we've never been taught this. Even in our schooling system, they don't teach us how to be independent. They don't teach us how to function alone. That's why you see friends, they always need friends. Like teenagers, I've noticed this about teenagers, because <clears throat> I got teenagers. They, it's like, you know, 
they always need somebody to talk to. And if one of the if they if their friends are not calling them, like if your friends are not snapping you, your friends are not reaching out to you, then you feel alone. I've seen this happen with children or teenagers. You like they just need constant interaction with their friends or somebody that cares about them, right? Because they have never been taught that they are okay by themselves, right? <laughs> never. You know, they, they need to have a class. It's called Be Alone 101. Learn how to be with yourself. Learn how to enjoy your time. Learn how to make yourself laugh. Learn how to speak to yourself. Learn how to encourage yourself. I do it. I mean, every day. I make myself, I crack myself up sometimes. Sometimes I wish someone was here to hear the joke because it was insane. You know, my jokes are insane. They're the best. Ask my children. Right? So, um, I don't believe everybody needs somebody. I think we need to learn how to function independently of the world. Just learn how to do it. Right? Learn how to encourage yourself. You know, I know a lot of you, you're watching my videos on YouTube and you, you buy my courses and things of that sort is because you feel that you need encouragement and motivation. And that's not what I do, by the way, I educate. But you have to learn how to encourage yourself. You have to learn how to self-motivate yourself. Because if you never learn how to do that, it's going to be very difficult for you to be independently wealthy. Does that make sense? Look at the word. Financially independent. Independently wealthy. You know what the word independent means? Just you. That means you're not dependent on nothing, just yourself. Right? So it's, it's very funny how people want financial independence and they want to be independently wealthy, but yet they don't want to be alone. <laughs> they just want everybody to be around or they want somebody to be around to tell them that they're doing a good job or doing the right job or doing the right thing at the right time. Like I said, it's nothing wrong with having people around you. You know, it's nothing wrong with having people that support you, people that believe in you, mentors, whatever. But you have to learn how to be okay by yourself. You, like, you can't, like, get by yourself and then you have these mental breakdowns because you're alone. Because what's happening is you're dealing with your own thoughts. And that's a huge innovator for people. They don't want to deal with their own thoughts. They don't want to deal with what's going on in their brain because... Their thoughts are very despondent thoughts, like depressing thoughts are things they haven't done, how they feel about themselves and their low self-image. And people, don't, they don't want to deal with that. That's why a ton of people tend to drink and to smoke alone by themselves at times. When they're alone, they just drink something, smoke something, because this is almost like a Band-Aid not to think about problems and issues or even about their own thought pattern. Okay? Listen, if you're unable to dominate and to manage your thoughts, how do you expect to run a successful company? How do you expect to manage other people? How will you become a CEO if you can't manage yourself? Does that make sense? Scrolling down here. How did you develop a burning desire to succeed? Most times we fall into the comfort zone and look for easy things to do. Of course. And let me tell you why we look for easy things to do. You know, listen, let me teach you guys something so... And let me tell you why, you know, this information, like, um, the easy way to make money online is so pervasive on the internet or anywhere, you know, lose three pounds in three days, get money quick in 24 hours. You know, these things are powerful. Um, and the reason is, it's because we've been conditioned that way. We've been conditioned that. 
there may be an easy way. Like even though consciously, like we know that making a million dollars is going to take some time. We've got to work at it. But if you see a video that says that you can become an overnight millionaire in two days, you're going to look at it. Because in your mind, mate, you're, in our mind, I forgot what this is called, but in everybody's mind and their thinking pattern, it's always this thought like, well, what if this is it? What if this is something that no one else knows? And it's conspiracy shit, right? That's why a ton of people believe in conspiracy stuff, right? Because we think that rich people or successful people just know certain things that we don't know, right? So when we see you can lose two pounds in two minutes, you may say, well, what if somebody came up with something? Maybe these people know something that we don't know and I need to check it out, right? Then it plays on your emotions so hard, right? That you just got to check it out. <laughs> and as soon as you check it out, you get sucked in, right? You get sucked in and then you find out you got to do the work. And that sucks, right? But that's just marketing. It's just how it is. Marketing will always be like this. And unfortunately, we have to market to people like that. We, we have to. Um, honestly, we have to market to people to make them feel that it's easy and it's fast. And I know what you guys think. And that's wrong. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, but that's just how it is. That's how the world is. I mean, it's just like Kevin Hart talking about Chase credit cards and he probably doesn't even have a Chase credit card. That's like Kevin Hart talking about, you know, a commercial about Ford. And he probably doesn't even have a Ford, right? But they're going to pay him millions of dollars to do this, right? You look at companies online and you look at companies on TV like Nike and Coca-Cola. And you see these famous actors and celebrities and their brand ambassadors for these companies. But they don't care nothing about these companies at all. They just get a paycheck. And you buy into it. And that's just how it is, right? That's how it is on a very deep psychological level. It'll always be that way, okay? So, um, you have to just realize that anything that's easy, it's not even worth doing. Like anything that's easy, it's not even worth it. The things that are hard are worth it, period. Because it's a challenge, Right? Anything that takes time, any time, anything that's difficult, once you achieve the result, it's just worth it. So you just have to really ram in your mind that there's not going to be an easy so-called way to your success if it's money. I mean, just not. Just just take that out of your mind. I mean, the whole this easy stuff or whatever, or it's going to be some simple steps. It's tough. Okay? Just realize that it's tough. And the faster you realize it, the faster you will start to move towards your dream and goals. And if you want to develop a burning desire, well, that's something that's more personal. Like me, my burning desire came from pain, pain of being terminated, pain of working and getting up in the morning, at eight o'clock, driving in traffic, going to work, the pain of waiting for PTO time or waiting for for someone to approve my vacation. Like, I'm a grown-ass man. Why am I waiting for somebody to approve my vacation? That's insane, right? You know, rushing back from work. <clears throat> I mean, back to work if I took a lunch. Took a lunch, can be gone too long, you know? So, <clears throat> to me, the pain is what magnified my burning desire. 
So what I would say to you is think about all the painful moments that are taking place in your life, living the current life that you're currently living. And if you want to keep living that life, then keep living it. But if you don't want to keep living that life, take that pain to fuel your burning desire to take a leap of faith. Okay? Do you remember pro wing shoes? No. What's next here? First time here, what click to take you from bankruptcy to where you are now? Um, I guess what clicked, and I've told the story before. Like I went to jail one time, and I mean, it was nothing serious. It was just traffic t- tickets and warrants that I had that kind of accumulated. And I was in jail, and I was by myself, and I, and I started to cry. I'm going to be honest. I'm a grown-ass man. It's embarrassing to tell the story, but it is what it is. Because I want to be transparent with you. But I was I was crying. Because my life in my 20s was this. This was my life. It was like an emotional roller coaster. It's like life would be good. Life would be great. Then all of a sudden, life would suck. Then life would be great again. Then life would suck. Then life would be great again. Then life would suck. Can anybody relate? But that was my life in my 20s. And they clicked when I was in that jail. And I said, you know what? Fuck this. I said, I, never again. I said, once I get out of here, I'm going to do everything right. And it might take me longer. It may be hard, but I'm not taking any more shortcuts. I don't want any more hookups. I don't want any more easy way outs because I was that guy. You know, I was the guy looking for the hookup. I was always the guy looking for the easy way out to do everything. But it put me in a very, very tough situation in my life. So... That's when it kind of clicked for me. I said, you know, I'm done. I'm done with this. Again, it was the pain. Many of you, it hasn't clicked for you yet because you just haven't had a, enough pain in your life yet. But let me tell you something. If you continue to chase after your dreams, the pain is coming. Trust me. The pain is coming. You'll see. Keep living. All right? You will. One day you're going to be so disgusted. And so unhappy on how you're living. And you're going to just change. One day you're going to get so fed up. And you're just going to change. You'll see. I've seen it happen to so many people here. What's next here? I really appreciate your wisdom and knowledge. Thank you. The real truth is I am. Thank you so much. Are you folks getting value here tonight? Is a, what is So you don't agree with the scripture that it's not good for men to be alone? What scripture says that? If you're going to, listen, if you're going to quote a scripture, quote it out verbatim. Okay. What's your occupation? I'm a digital marketer. Let me see, I'm just scrolling down here, folks. Just scrolling, make sure I didn't pass over any questions there. So give me a second here. But go ahead and comment your questions below. Okay. Scrolling. Um, do you currently live in Houston? I'm from Missouri City. Yeah, I'm in Houston, Texas. Downtown area. I love your voice. 
Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, no, he lives in Disney Council Keemitis. Good one, Jameson Chase. That was hilarious. I'm just scrolling down here, folks. Let me see here. Yeah, I said pain. Oh, let me scroll down. Oh, my God. Wow. Hey, guys, what's going on here? What part of your dream building process did you enjoy most? This is Aaron. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, Aaron. I enjoyed everything. L listen, let me explain something to you. Because I really want you folks to get on my frequency. Because my frequency is wealth. And that's why I'm wealthy. Um, you know, I got to the point that I was just like in this bubble. I'm going to see if I can explain it to you. Like, I was in this bubble. Like, I was meditating quite a bit, and I really shielded myself from the world. Which means I just stopped talking to, like, almost everybody. And I put myself in this bubble, man. You know, I would go to the gym, I would work out, come home. And that's, that's what I was doing, honestly. And working. And I did that so... I, I was... I created this ritual... And like this way of living that I almost lived in this bubble, which means like when I when I used to go to the dealership, the Rolls Royce dealership in Dreamville, you know, I really felt that I was going to own these cars when I would go to the gated communities here in Houston, Texas. And I would just sit in houses that were being built for hours, by the way. Like I almost thought I was in this different world that people didn't really matter anymore. And the only thing that mattered was me and my thoughts. And I know many of you, you're not there yet, but I'm here to tell you, like, if you're meditating, keep meditating. Okay? Keep meditating. It's really helpful. Right? Because many of us haven't been exposed to, you know, millionaire lifestyles, so we don't really know. We don't know what we read and what we see on TV and on the internet. But I'm telling you, you you'll get to the point that You'll get excited to go to the neighborhood that you're going to build a house in. You'll get excited to go to the dealership that you're going to buy your first car. You'll get excited. You'll be shopping online one day and you'll, even though you can't spend the money, but you'll be, be shopping online as if you had the money. And you'll start to feel good. It's almost like when you read a, a fiction story that is obviously not true. But you feel that it's true. Like, think about it. It's like when you go to the movies. Even though you know going in that this is a fictional story. Like, it's not even a real movie. I mean, it's not like a real story, right? It's fake. It's actors. But when you watch the movie, you feel that it's real, right? It's called immersion. So when you go through, these, through this process here, and I'll talk about this in the Genius Care course, is that you almost feel disconnected from the world. Right? Does that make sense? You feel very disconnected from the world, you know? Which means you're no longer trying to please the world. You don't need validation. You're just living in your own bubble. And I, and I lived in my own bubble for about two years. And I got so much clarity. When I say I got clarity, like I really started to discover solutions to my problems in my company. 
and everything started to make sense. And it just became very easy. It's like I saw the path to make a million dollars. I just saw it so clearly and I just did it. And within 45 days, I made a million dollars. I've told the story many times. And listen, if any of you are there, you can feel yourself like it's almost like you're so different. Like me, honestly, I feel like I'm, I know, like I'm so different from people. This is why I prefer to be alone because I'm so different. I just am. You know, because the average person, they, the bitching, complaining, crying, whining, getting mad, upset, jealous, envious. You know, it's just, or they want to have very futile, useless conversations. It's just like, ugh. You know, I'm just so different. I'm so different from the world. And, I, and I'm very aware of it. That's why I don't talk a lot, like, in public. Like, I talk on rants. I'll talk to a person if they want some advice for they talking to me, you know, whatever. But out in public, if I go to the club, I go to the bar, I'm just quiet. And I just observe people. I'm just not the person that's talking. I'm just quiet because I don't even want to talk to people, honestly. I just want to be in my own zone. Does that make sense? <clears throat> so if you feel like that, hey, Samara, how are you? If anybody feels like that, well, trust me, you're in the right pattern of thinking, 100%. Because you'll start to realize that you're different from everybody else. Because everybody else are the same. You'll see the masses, they're just the same, man. I'm telling you, you know, just, you just hear the same stuff every day. People that's unhappy, people that's lying about that they are happy, you know, are people just, I mean, you know, that's insane. Somebody told me the other day that, um, well, I'm not going to share that because that person may be listening to me, so I'm, I'm not going to say that. But does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? Okay. And um, my brother, many of you know my brother Chris or heard of him. And, you know, I'm the reason why he became a millionaire as well. Before he was working nine to five as uh, a tax accountant, not a CPA, but like, you know, just doing financial work, making 80000 a year. And the more he went through this process, when he would come to my house, because obviously I'm a mentor of my brother, right? Of course. My brother wanted what his older brother had, and he was curious about how I was doing it. So, of course, I gave him the game. And when I say I gave him the game, I didn't teach him how to create an Internet company. That's what I want you guys to understand something. Um, like my brother, who is younger than me, I didn't teach him how to run an Internet marketing company. I didn't teach him how to run ads. I didn't teach him how to build a website. I didn't teach him none of that. I gave him more. I gave him the philosophy of the rich. I taught him more about his thinking, his current beliefs. See, a lot of you think that it's all about what you do and how you do it. Nah. No, it's much more deeper than that. It's just your mindset, your mentality. And my brother used to text me. I'll never forget. He said, man, Wes, I get it now. You know, even the people at my job at the time, he didn't want to leave his job because he just didn't, he just didn't understand how you can just leave his job and not have nothing and take a risk on running the business. Right? He wasn't there yet. And he was like, man, Wesley, you're right. It's like, I don't even want to be around these people. They're so in the matrix. Like, they're just talking about the weekend. They're just talking what they're going to do, the barbecues. They're just talking about, let's go play basketball after work. It's just, are they complaining about the boss or the manager? 
He said, it's just like, man, I don't want to hear this shit no more, honestly. That's what he told me. That's what he texted me. So, um, and then it happened to you. You'll realize it. You'll realize that you're starting to become a different person. And what you used to enjoy with your coworkers, with your with your friends and your boys and your girls or whatever, you just realize that that stuff is so futile. It's useless, feckless, right? And you don't longer want to do it anymore, honestly. And it's annoying. Um, and you'll get there. If you're not there yet, you'll get there. Trust me. If you continue to um, run towards your success, you'll get there. Okay? Hey, Skylar, how are you? Hey, Micah. Questions for me? Comment below, please. Talk to me. Wow, we have 75 million people in here. Rumors are they are getting rid of cash and want all Americans to adopt digital currency. Have you looked into the topic? I have not because it doesn't affect me. That's another thing, folks. I want to share something with you. You know, you can't get caught up into all the information and the news and the gossip that's on the Internet, you know, because most of the stuff would never affect you. It won't. Like who's going to be president? It's not going to affect you. Okay. Directly. It's just not going to affect you. Um, and if it did, you can do nothing about it anyway, right? Um, you know, what happens in politics? What's happening with digital currency? What's happening with crypto? You know, most of the stuff is not going to affect you. And if it does affect you, you can't do nothing about it. So you might as well don't put your mind or spending your time in these different topics. Because there's so many topics on the internet. Go to Yahoo News. You can learn about a lot of stuff that just that's meaningless. Right? It's just... You know, some of you, and I'm, listen, I'm not trying to be negative here, but think about LeBron James. I say LeBron James just got his own building at Nike. And I bet many of you know more about LeBron James getting a building at Nike than you know about your own finances. <laughs> I think the queen got killed, right? The queen died, I think. Queen Elizabeth. Many of you know more about Queen Elizabeth's death then you know about your finances. You know more about the Will Smith slapping Chris Rock than you know about your love life or your businesses. Does that make sense? So listen, don't get caught up into all these topics. Folks, they're so distracting because many of these talk topics on the internet or whatever news, it's all, it's just trivial, frivolous information. It's just meaningless. It's just It really is. And it's going to distract you, right? And then you'll, start to talk about a topic and you debate about a topic that doesn't even make sense. Like, it's no solution. Like, another topic, and I know it's a sensitive topic for a lot of black people, like Black Lives Matter. You know, black people talking about black people, black people talking about white people, black people talking about how they need reparation, black people talking about, you know, I'm a black man, I'm this and that, and these white people. I mean, to me, these people are absolutely silly, okay? Now, I can say that because I'm black. <laughs> silly. Silly, because having these conversation and dialogue, how's that putting more money in your bank account, and how's that educating black people? <laughs> Honestly, you know, because at the end of the day, everybody needs money, and they need to be educated on how to get money. Learning more about Black Lives Matter and how you want to be treated fairly—that's not going to be productive for you. You'll still be broke. Listen, even if you got listen, think about this, and I'm gonna get off the top of black and white, but. Say if white people, all of a sudden, white cops, 
they start to love black people in a way that you get pulled over by the police. If the black man says, what you pull me over for? Oh, I'm sorry, sir. I pull you over for this. Say if he was just nice and uh, amicable and just friendly with you. Right? Just say if all of a sudden black people get what they want and cops are friendly. White cops, whatever cops, they're just all friendly with them. You know, no shooting, no more. How does that put more money into your pocket? How does that ensure that your family has more finances? How does it ensure that your family is educated in a way that you can make a contribution to the world? Yeah, it doesn't. That makes sense. So what I'm saying is just don't get caught up in topics that just don't make sense to you. It doesn't affect you. It doesn't directly affect you. It doesn't matter. Only thing that matters is this. Let me tell you something, especially men. Men, listen close. The only thing a man should be thinking about is how can he bring more money into his household? Period. One thing. That, that's what you should focus on first. How does he bring more money into the household? That's it. You And you stay there until you figure that out. You don't think about nothing else on how I can bring more money into this household and how I can bring the money in automatically without me being there. That's it. Those two things. You get that, man? That's it. Because you're a provider. That's what you're supposed to be. So only thing you should be thinking about, you know, once you hit 18, 17, 19, 21, y'all, that's it. How can I bring more money into my household? If it's you, it's just you. If your family, you got some kids, well, it's them as well, right? You got a wife, well, she's in there as well. How can I bring more money into my household? Two, how can I bring the money into the household on autopilot? That's it. Stay right there. Right? Like if every man thought that way, it would be a beautiful world. Mm. Questions for me? Because if I take my kids to Chuck E. Cheese, the biased mascot won't acknowledge them. See, stuff like that, folks. You know, I saw one video online on TikTok. You know, it's just black people sometimes. Not all black people. I'm not generalizing this. Sometimes you guys are ridiculous. I mean, come on. I mean, I see a video on TikTok and the mascot goes to the white kid and the mascot doesn't go to the black kid. And people and black people just automatically assume that the person is racist. You don't even know what's going on. Maybe the... The mascot didn't even see the kid. I mean, you know, you just you just automatically it's like, <laughs> they just automatically assume that oh, that's racist. The mascots now, the mascots don't like black people now. I mean, come on, black people, let's stop putting that shit on TikTok. Like, stop doing that. You know, I just I, honestly, I just wish another thing. I would wish that black people stop doing as well. And it's not getting to a black white thing, but it just. The lady asked the question, so I just want to answer. You know, stop putting the, the videos of the cops, you know, they pull you over, especially the black people. Come on, stop it. Stop recording the cop and be like, oh, I got you on camera. I got you on camera. Well, sir, according to penal code, shut up. Damn. Just give them your license, put a smile in your face, and shut up. That's what you should do. Stop being educated and you don't know shit. You know, it just, it blows my mind. You know, I mean, <laughs> it's 
crazy, right? It's insane. Like we have to do better, not just as black people, but as people, we've got to do better. And honestly, it's just the lack of education and it's lack of role models. Uh, we don't have that many, unfortunately, um, that have sense. But um, that's why I'm here. I'm here to be a role model for as many people as humanly possible. Because I don't have any problems. I don't have problems with cops. I don't have problems with people. I'm living a great life. I'm not doing anything illegal. I sleep like a baby at night. I'm not looking over my back. I'm not thinking about somebody that's going to get me. I'm living a great life, honestly. And I want to share that and let you know, hey, let me be the role model. Let me let you know that it's possible to live this way and feel good about it. Okay. What's next here? Questions for me. Well, we have 82 million people in here tonight. She comments like cops are the biggest gang in America. Like, what does that even mean? Like, come on. Stop it. Stop all this, just, this back and forth. Like, this person is against me. No one's against you. You're against yourself. It's because of your perception. Many of you, you know, just, you know, black people. And because I know with a black person that left that comment. I know it. Trust me. I know a black person left that comment. Cops are the biggest gangs. Cops, they're not a gang. They're not here killing people, robbing people. That's what gangs do. They kill people. They rob people. They sell drugs. Right? Typically, that's what a gang does. I mean, I'm not saying that all cops are good. But come on. Come on now. Stop blaming cops. Why don't you start looking at what you're doing? Right. I wish everybody would start to look internally to themselves, which I'm not going to do. But and, you know, think about what they can do. What can you do to change things? You know how you change things by changing yourself, period. Okay. I mean, it's gangs out here. It's people just doing evil and doing wrong. And you want to go attack the cops. (laughs) What? Are you kidding me? Blows my mind. We can't ignore re- reality, Wes. You need to listen. Listen, that is not my reality. And that doesn't have to be yours. Your reality is your perception, young people. I think I was a black woman that left that comment. Young lady, let me talk to you directly. That's just reality. It's a perception. Do you understand that? Do you understand how to define the word reality? It's just one's outlook of the world. It's millions, billions of people that live on the planet. They all live a certain reality that's a perception that's your opinion if you think that cops are like this that's your opinion everybody don't think this way some people think cops are good they're great people some people it's some black people that think white people are amazing and they love them they're their friends they hang out with them they don't think that they're against them does that make sense so your reality is your perception And if you want your reality to change, change your perception about your current reality. If not, you'll be in bondage for the rest of your life. And you won't even know it because you'll be upset about something that only you can change. Okay. Questions here. But I got love for you, young lady. Okay. Let me see. um, What's next here? We're getting into some deep topics here tonight. And I'm willing to have... These type of discussions here, if you're able to have them with me. Because honestly, I want to evolve people's minds. You know, many of you, your mind is stuck in the past. 
or your mind is stuck in some narrative that you're hearing on the news, TikTok, social media, your friend, your boyfriend, whatever, you know, you're you're hearing information um to me that is unfair because you're only hearing a uh, uh, a side that is very partisan to the way that you believe already, right? A lot of you already believe your beliefs, so you're around people who reinforce your beliefs. That's unfair, folks. You got to listen to some other people, okay? <sighs> What's next here? <laughs> Somebody said, cops have a problem with me. No, they don't. You don't realize that you're the problem. Cops don't have a problem with you. Not at all. Hey, man, I appreciate and I love the justice system. And I appreciate everybody that decided to be a police officer. I thank you. Kudos to you. It's a tough job. It's hard. Get it. And I thank you. I'm thankful for your protection. Absolutely thankful. Because if they didn't exist, okay, I don't care what you say about the police, if they didn't exist, it would be a very scary world, okay? So I thank all for them, for all the public servants out there. All right, what's next? Talk to me. What's next? And feel free if you want to go live with me and have a conversation with me as well. Go ahead. I'm 39 and I understand, but we can't ignore reality. Yeah, you keep saying ignore reality. What does that even mean? You can't ignore your reality. My question to you is why can't you ignore it? Okay? You don't realize that your reality is just your perception. It's just your opinion. Like, if, listen, if you think that, you know, all cops are bad or most cops are bad or cops are doing this to black people, that's just your opinion. It's not a fact. Just because you see a couple of isolated events, you can't just say that's a fact. Never. You can't do that. Right? Cannot. The big issue with you, young lady, you're not willing to be objective. You're just so emotional about the conversation. Right? You're looking at it subjectively. But look at the facts, man. Look at the facts. First of all, it's more black people killing each other than it's any other race. It just It is what it is. Sad. So don't you think that we need not look at cops or white cops and look at what's going on in our own community? Like, let's help each other learn how to communicate to each other without killing each other. That's what I would like to see. Yeah. Okay. What's next here? Uh, I'm not saying they're all bad, but most of them are. No, don't say most of them because you don't know most of them. See, statements like that, like Hash is making right there. He's saying, I'm not saying they're all bad, but most of them what does that mean by most of them? That's something that's called a loss performative, right? Most of them? Who is most? And how much is most? My anecdotal, my anecdotal evidence says that the majority of police have been bad 
that I've interacted with. I got a cop suspended. Okay, good for you, my man. Good for you. I'm happy for you that you got a cop suspended. We're not saying that all cops are bad. And I get it. And it's unfortunate that every cop that you dealt with had an issue. But let me tell you something. Like, it's not up for you to change the cop system or the judicial system. It's up for you to change yourself. Change how you interact with police officers. I'm telling you to change your interaction. You know, I challenge every person on here, whenever they got, whenever you get pulled over by the police, put a smile on your face. I don't care if you black as a crayon. Put a smile on your face and be respectful and be nice. Just do that. I challenge you to do that. I challenge you to be respectful, nice, and put a smile on your face. I just challenge you. I don't care if you're a thug, you're a gang member, whatever you are. I challenge you to do that. And you tell me how the interaction is going to go. You come back to me. You come back to me and say, well, Wesley had a smile on my face. I was very respectful. And he still beat the shit out of me. Okay? And then that, that was a problem. But until you do that, I don't want to hear you. Okay? Questions for me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Questions here. About anything, folks. Talk to me. Let's talk about just talk about business. Talk about money. Let's talk about evolving and changing our mindsets. Okay. Talk to me. <laughs> mm. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I said black as a crayon. Talk to me. Can you talk about how rich people value their time, energy, focus over money? Well, yeah. Um, you know, once you become a rich person, time is just more valuable than the money, honestly. For me. I mean, obviously, I'm going to make more money, but I value the time more than the money because... The freedom to do what I want to do, to me, is priceless, man. Ugh, you have no clue. And, you know, hopefully one day you will be able to experience this. But it's just time is so important. the energy. Energy means, like, rich people, we don't want to hang around people that vibrate on the, on the low spectrum. That's why they have country clubs, duh. Right? That's why they charge $100,000 for country clubs. Not because they need the money, it's because they want to keep you out of it. Does that make sense? That's why they have private clubs around the world. Millions of dollars a year, $500,000 a year for clubs. It's to keep you out, honestly. It's not that they need the money. They don't need the money, they're rich, right? They do that and they put the price tag out there so you can't afford it. Because rich people, they want to protect their energy. Because if you've ever been around a lot of wealthy people, they're typically happy people. They're just happy, excited. You know, they're manifestors. They're always dreaming, dream building, and talking about what they're going to do and how excited they are. Does that make sense? It feels good to be around people like that. Okay. How did you master e-com? By failing the Tom, Samara. Failing a ton. I failed a lot. Repetition is the mother of skill. 
I shared that with you folks many times before. You know, repetition is the mother of skill. You have to, to continue to repeat, learn, take risks, stretch yourself, get around the people that are doing it until you figure it out. And you will as long as you don't give up. But many of you just give up too quickly. Questions for me. At these tours, how are you? What would you do to get money if you had to start all over again? So, there's a couple of things I could do, but one thing I know would work, what I would do, I would just fly to Thailand real quick. Get a ticket, cheap ticket, fly to Thailand, get me a villa, it's cheap out there, and I would just write and create a new product. Yeah. I would write the copy, I would create the ebook, and I'd sell it online. That's what I would do. If I didn't have any money. What's your favorite podcast? That's easy. Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast. True story. Because I don't listen to podcasts. Just mine. Because I'm no order. Um, uh. What's next? Talk to me. Questions here. Talk to me here. Um, see, I'm looking for questions here. All right, at these tours. She says she just want to listen. All right. Remember, this night is for you. I'm here to service you, folks. I'm here to serve tonight. Have questions? Comment your questions below. I mean, if your life is perfect, <sighs> you have more than enough money in the bank account. Like, honestly, if you have to get up and go to a job tomorrow and you feel that you feel stuck, you should have a question for me. If you don't have enough money in your bank account, you should have a question for me. Okay? And I'm here to serve you. Comment below, folks. If not, I will let you go. If you feel that you have what's needed for you to move forward. How can I help other know it's possible? Well, you first have to help yourself, my man. You got to help yourself know it's possible by making what's impossible possible. That means results. Because that's what people like. They like results. They don't like too much talk. You can talk for so long, but then they want to like, okay, where are the results? Okay. Thoughts on having a relationship while pursuing goals. I don't recommend it. And this is for all men. Men, if you're in a relationship right now, um, not married, but just in a relationship, and your goal is to be rich and wealthy, I, I just suggest you dump and leave your girlfriend. Honestly, you know, I know, hey, look, I get it. It's crucial, right? You're like, oh, no, I can't leave my girl, my baby, my boo-boo, whatever, right? Um, leave her. I mean, she'll be okay. She might cry a little bit. 
Leave her. Leave her until you are financially where you need to be. Because, I'm, listen, I'm not saying it's impossible to build wealth with a woman, but it's just highly unlikely. You're not going to hear many stories of men building wealth with women. It's just not. I mean, you can hear a story of a man who, already, who have already built the wealth, and she just made a contribution for him to make more money, but start from scratch, it's very difficult. And what men don't realize how much emotional energy it takes to make money. <laughs> it's tough. And unfortunately, many women are not, they don't have the tools and understand the mind of an entrepreneur or a man that wants to live his dreams. Right? That's a different type of man. And, you know, women, they want your time. They want to hang with you all the time. They want to go to dinner, lunch. They want to lay up in the bed with you. All the- Listen, and I get it. You know, we call that a relationship. And it's nothing wrong with a woman wanting that. But as the man and as the leader of that relationship, sometimes you got to make tough decisions. And sometimes you... I have to see what she can see. Because I don't think anybody wants to be broke forever. Does anybody? Do I have anybody on here tonight want to be broke forever? Exactly. And I don't think your woman wants you to be broke. And I don't think your woman wants to live a broke average life. I don't think any woman wants to live an average life. I mean, women will say, oh, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah, it doesn't mean that she wants to, though. Like a woman can tell you all day, oh, it's okay, baby. You know, we don't need millions of dollars. I mean, a hundred dollars is okay. It's okay, baby, as long as I got you. Bullshit. That's a lie. You know when women say that? Baby, I don't care about how much money you make. As long as you're here, as long as I got you, that's all I need. Lies. Don't believe that shit. I'm telling you. You're going to find yourself losing your woman to another man. You got to be smart of them. Honestly, you have to be smarter than women. You have to be. And you got to realize that some of the things that women say, it's not what it really is. I mean, this is very, very um, normal with women. You know, they don't necessarily say exactly what they mean. They say what they feel at the moment. Right? <laughs> All right, what's that? What's better to start a business, cash or credit, Wes? Oh. You know, it depends, man. In what context, what business are we referring to? Like the internet business, you don't need much cash. You don't need much money at all to start it. So uh, it depends what business you're trying to start here. Mm. Uh, what's next here? Hey, Aniela, how are you? But yeah, to answer your question there, young man. Um, yeah, just let them go. You can always get them back when you make some money. Wesley, do you feel you are wasting money 
when traveling first class? Or do you feel you could save that money to invest in something? You have to understand something about money. I mean, you can always do something with money to do something to make money to whatever. But listen, I made money because I want to be extra comfortable in life. Does that make sense? I make money because I want to use my money to give me options to do what I want to do and to feel the way I want to feel. And flying economy, that doesn't feel too good. How many of you fly economy? Be honest, how many of you fly coach all the time? I mean, do you love it? I know some of you are like, well, it's okay. It's not a big deal. It's not that long. (laughs) It's called softeners, right? So it's when we justify things that we know we don't want to do, but we just say, ah, it's not a big deal. Ah, it's not. It's just just three hours. Yeah, the guy next to me stinks. Yeah, the next time the person next to me have their elbow on my armrest, but ah, not a big deal. (laughs) No leg room, right? (laughs) And I think they give you tap water and coach, right? (laughs) In first class, they give you filter water coach tap all right so you know i wouldn't say that flying flying first class is a waste of money um i think you won't i think you are real i mean i think you either need to make more money so you don't think it is a waste of money or you just never flew first class yet so like, if you're doing a 10, like, I'm getting ready to do a 11-hour flight. I mean, come on. You know how it feels to be on a plane for 11 hours and coach? And I've done it before because I wasn't rich at that time. It's devastating. Honestly, it's uncomfortable. You got to walk around. You can't lay down. Like, that seat doesn't recline the way that it needs to be. You know, that thing recline. They don't even recline 45 degrees. I think that thing reclined like 75 degrees. Yeah, coach, seats don't even recline properly. But in first class, it turned into a bed. Like, I'm daddy. I want to sleep. I'm going to relax. I want to turn over my side and watch a movie at the same time with my headphones on. You can't do that in coach. You'd be lucky if you get a TV. Right? (laughs) So, um... It's all about options. Not a waste of money, in my opinion. Not at all. Not a waste of money. Wesley, do you feel your program that you sell people actually work? Absolutely. I know it works. Of course. I have plenty of testimonials, plenty of emails and DMs of people who have used the course. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's right. If the TV even works, like in coach, you ever notice when you fly coach, you have all type of problems. You can't connect to the internet properly. Your TV may not be working. You know, your seat may not recline. The person next to you may have his arm all over the uh, on the armrest. Somebody sleeping and pouring your direction and their breath stink. Right? Because in first class, it's not like that. I mean, you're separated from people. It's like you have your own area. It's very comfortable. I love it. 
I could do a 10 flight, 10 hour flight with ease. I'm going to Brazil, right? So, I mean, I'm just going to sleep. You know, I'm aboard the plane about 9 p.m. I sleep time. Maybe I do a little work. Eat me a nice little Brazilian meal, you know. And I'm going to sleep like a baby. Wake up, morning time. I'll be in Brazil. Feel good. Great. Beautiful night of sleep. Are you kidding me? Yeah, right. The bathroom stink. People peeing all over the floor. And coach, they just nasty in coach, man. That's why they call it coach. Just bad hygiene. Ugh, it's terrible. Right? People in first class. You have to understand about first class, too. Only certain type of people would spend that type of money on first class tickets. So these people are more hygienic, right? They're more, uh, I want to say sophisticated, but they just care more about themselves. Right, because they're spending a ton of money. They're spending a ton of money because they want to be separated from the people that are in coach, or they want a more comfortable experience. And using those type of people, they live very comfortable, clean lives. People in coach, man, you get some crazy people in coach. Are you, are you kidding me? Right? You know, whenever you watch videos on TikTok of airplane incidents, you know, when people acting crazy, acting a fool, they always in coach. You don't see first class people acting a fool in first class. So I was in coach. Economy, always. Somebody screaming at somebody, someone telling somebody to get off the plane, somebody getting them. You know, it's always in coach. Okay? So I will forever fly first class until I get my private jet, which is going to happen in the next 12 months. So either I'll buy one or I'll have access to one. Period. Gulf Stream. What's next here? Wesley, are your cards a sign of achievement or just a loaf of cards? It is a sign of my achievement, of course. I mean, I have luxurious supercars. Of course, that's a sign of my achievement. Do you think everybody out here driving a Rolls Royce Cullinan? You think everybody out here driving a McLaren 720, Lamborghinis? No. Of course, it's a sign of my achievement. I'm proud of myself. Right? And I feel good when I'm driving them. I feel amazing. And other people make me feel more amazing when they admire them as well. So, guys, how are you? Thank you, my success now for the badge. What's next here? Front your move. Keep going, brother. Don't give up. You know, sometimes when you buy programs and courses and we spend money, you know, in our minds, we feel that we it's a time frame for something to take place. But that's not how it works. You know, I tell anybody, I tell everyone that's a part of some of my coaching programs at Duffy Service, give it a year at least. But you got to be very, you have to be all in. Most people, they're just not all in. You know, they just expecting magic to happen because they pay a ton of money. That's how it works. We'll guide you, we'll help you, we'll assist you, but you got to put in the work. 
and to bitch and complain about the money that you spent and the results that you're not getting, it's not going to serve you. It's not going to serve you at all. To complain, not going to even help you. Definitely not going to serve us. So, you know, I, I share with people, like, why do it? What's the point? Okay. What's next here? Like I said before, you know, many of you just impatient. You want to make a million dollars in four months, five months. You want to do all this and there's no time frame to do anything. What you need to work on is the mindset. Like you wouldn't complain if you have properly persuaded and convinced your mind that you have the results that you want. And the day-to-day -day process is just the activity that is necessary to get you there. Okay. Any more questions for me before I let you go here? How many of you got value here tonight? I see we didn't have many questions tonight, but like I said, I'm committed to you. Even when you're not committed to me, I'm committed to you. I'm always going to show up. Even when you don't show up, I'm going to show up. I don't care if it's one person listening to me. I'm going to talk to that person as if I was talking to one million people. And I do it forever because it's my purpose. Okay. All right. So um, I'm going to go ahead and let you guys go here. Hey, this is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin. Much love and let's go.